This is the Men Who Stare at Goats podcast. That's G-O-A-T-S. Uh, I didn't come up with the idea. Simon, you came up with the idea with John and Simon. Probably should have done that first. Um, we love talking about films. We met in our place of work. I think we knew each other, like we worked alongside each other a couple of, for a couple of years before we even started talking about films. Yeah. Like we existed weird. in the same place. As, like, I don't want to say like, oh, we didn't, we, we did not like each other at, at all. Like, but I just don't think we... It was always, it was always like when we... It was business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time that we could be in the same room was yeah, we were we doing to stuff. work. Yeah, we had to yeah, work, yeah. so... We didn't really get a lot of chance to sort of just have general chat. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Once we did, do you, do you know though? Can I surprise you with something? I remember one time we were doing we were doing shots and not shots, shots, work shots. And um, <laughs> yeah, you weren't on. Yeah, that's why we don't. That's why we don't remember. <laughs> uh, we were doing shots, and um, there was a, a story about a video game or something, and it had like it just had game over written. And you said, I remember, I remember distinctly, and I was like, this guy knows films. And I didn't say anything at the time. It took us years, obviously, to get to that point. But you said, oh, watch out for that kill screen. And I was like, that's like from the King of Kong. Yeah. This guy knows films. Okay, cool. no idea, like, what like, scenario happened in Do work you know that I said that? No, I can't no, remember. No, no, But, we, uh, yeah. We went to Salford together. Mm. And we hung out together. And we spent... We didn't talk about films. We just didn't come up. And I feel like when we went to the new place... We must. Have, it must have been like, oh, I, I, can't, I don't. I was thinking this on the drive over. I was like, we must have said like, oh, have you seen the new Marvel movie? Mm. Like, it must have been something like a Marvel movie. I don't feel like we would have said, but I feel like I would have spurred us on. Yeah, absolutely. Like we would have started just talking about. Then we would have started talking about films. Yeah, and I think like from there, our friendship would have grown from that. Like, yeah. just being like, oh, cool, Simon's in tech. talking about films. Well, Someone yeah. who appreciates films. Like you know, you you get a couple of people. You know, I got a couple of friends who I can do this with as well. But like when you when you get to have conversations, yeah, exactly. When you get to have conversations like this with someone, it really hits, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's like this is what I want to chat to people about, like you know. And we go on tangents. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Which is kind of why we're doing the podcast. Yeah. And I, but I think like, like I'll give you full credit. Like I had an idea for a podcast and it was a bit stale, but I liked it. And (laughs) but you came up with this idea. You never pitched it to me. But don't worry it's fine it wasn't that good obviously no but you um you this is your idea but i remember thinking like that's great that's got yeah. so much that's got legs like that's the that's the way we do it that's the way we talk about films like we don't just like you need a niche you need an angle and i thought like i mean i'll let you explain how you came up with the idea well yeah i mean i follow a lot of uh, podcasts that watch bad films you know you are probably familiar with some of them um but i was like well that's been done but then also, like, I was like, I don't want to just watch bad films. I want to watch great films. So then it's just a really cheap way of being able to rewatch all the yeah, best yeah, films, yeah. you know, films that are regarded the best in, yeah. in those um, different subjects that we're kind of going to cover over this podcast series. So I was like, what a great excuse. And then the, the yeah. name, like, you know, oh, Men of Stare Goats, it just kind of came to me. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because goats, like, as a term... Has become just like oh, it's, it's perfect. It's like you know, you get that about yeah. football players and yeah. everything. It's like what's oh, the goat? Everybody uses it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah about yeah. everything. Yeah, for everything. For everything, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but in terms of the, I mean, before we we knew, I think we knew we wanted to do something like a chat. I was like, oh, yeah, I watched I watched Gangs in New York again the other day. Danny Day Lewis class. Did he? I'm going to check if he won the Oscar. And you're like, no, he didn't. No. Was he it? Didn't. Ha- wait, wait, you're going to tell me now. Was it Javier Bardem that year? It was uh, Adrian Brody for Pianist. Pianist. 
for there the pianist. Go. Yeah, I think this is like again this this kind of conversation where we were talking about is like oh shit, like your knowledge of like dates and films and stuff is something that I like. I'm better with remembering quotes from films. Yeah, I think we've got two different sort of approaches to. Well, we did have two different approaches to cinema, though, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, because yeah, like definitely, I was a complete pretentious tool for a long time where I want to see the best film. Like, you know, not just the best films, it was the films like, because I love the Oscars. Like a so, Yeah, so I like watch the Oscars and every year I love the fact that there's like these really good films that are pushed out there. And I've, you know, got a book like saying like the thousand and one movies to see before you die. And I watch like really sort of, you know, crappy black and white films that um, nobody watches, you know, foreign stuff. And for years I was like that. I watched the sort of most pretentious stuff. So I got a lot of knowledge about the films that are sort of regarded. But I never saw things like Con Air sure. and Face Off. Do you know what I mean? And which are massive films for different reasons. And I feel like I've deprived myself of entertainment. And then you come around and you're saying, you should watch this. You should. And you know all these action films and you know the characters of them. And I think like, and I'm jealous that like you know a lot about that. I remember then, because I realised I'd done the opposite. Whereas I was like... I'd grown up watching popcorn films of the 80s and 90s. Real kind of like films that have stuck with me and that I'm like, I I want my kids to watch that now. And so, you know, in the noughties and the 2010s, I avoided, like I watched easy cinema. I watched like, I started watching like really, like I say, action, action films and horror films, but I avoided all the kind of worthy films. But, you know, they're worthy for a reason because then when we were chatting, I was like, you know, I'd seen Gangs of New York. I will watch these films, but... I think from our chat, I derived that I'd never seen a lot of the Oscar winners yeah, from the yeah. 2010s. And I was like, oh, I'm going to settle to watch them. That'd be cool. And I did. I would watch them. And then, like, you know, that it didn't just give us a reason to chat, but I could I could then chat to you who I'd know would have seen it. And you were like, oh, well, you watched The Departed. I was like, yeah, cool. Okay, I will. Watched The Departed, watched No Country for Old Men, you know, worked my way through them. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm finally getting to see these films and whether or not, you know, they live up. Yeah. And that's kind of in the same vein as the whole podcast idea you know are they the greatest of all time yeah particularly like in modern times because you know we, we you and i both have this it's like we stick to this idea of like we mentioned it the other day like casablanca and gone with the wind like they're the greatest of all time but they don't really come into the conversation anymore unless you look at a list yeah like exactly if i went and asked joe blogs on the street like what's your what's the greatest film of all time you know you might get a different scale now particularly like different generations and stuff but Different, thing, different things for different generations. Are they still... Are they? Still, you know, we don't always have to. We're not always going to no. go back and look at films from like the 40s or, you know, your black and white foreign films. <laughs> but, <laughs> please, <Damn>. please. <laughs> but, are we, but, you know, like to be able to to pick out these these possibly gems and, and, and talk about them and see, you know, what makes them the greatest of all time. Why they why other people might think the greatest of all time and whether yeah. we think they're still the greatest of all time but i also want like a op- opportunity with this like to to discover you know like you know if we if we get people li- that actually listen to this podcast they can just write in and you know like just tell us like well this is my favorite film yeah. and we'll give it a shot yeah, yeah. you know yeah 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 rip it to shreds yeah exactly and i mean that's that's kind of the fun of it isn't it you know we're not going to look at things and put it under the microscope and be like oh well, that shot is perfect and that really you know i always remember um about Of Mice and Men, for some reason. The film. It being, a, like, it's an analogy for the Great Depression in America. Mm. And being like, yeah, but I'm, I'm British. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not of that time. I can't read that. I read that story about a guy leading his mentally challenged friends to a farm to get a job. That's yeah. all I see. Like, I don't... I take it as purely entertainment. Yeah. And maybe that's, that's why, like, you know, our two tangents of film, where I purely... Like, I watch film to be entertained. 
you know, like I used to, I used to be all over that, and you know, uh, not it, a lot of it was pretending. You know, a lot of it is like, yeah, I get that, I totally get, yeah. didn't see it. Didn't see the <laughs> I remember watching um, the Seventh Seal. Oh yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god! Like when you sit down and watch that, you it's just like a massive art piece. You know, that makes no sense, and and you watch it, and you know, you sat there, and I remember telling people that I enjoyed it, and then I didn't. Do you know what I mean? I really didn't. I really didn't understand what was going on. So there's like, you know. I can see why the entertainment value is a lot more important. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I think yeah. this is why people's, you know, this is why there's a difference between AFI's top 100 films and like IMDb top 100 films yeah. because that's one of them is like completely made by critics and one of them is, you know, audience sort of uh, appreciation of films. And there's a massive difference. And it's funny because, you know, spoiler, non spoiler, the first film we're going to talk about is, you know, it was received very differently between critics mm -hmm. and audiences originally. And then the film I want to pick, I mean, I don't know if you've got one up your sleeve, but, you know, the first one, okay, whenever we do, the first one I'm going to pick was exactly the same. Mm. It was really, like, I don't want to say divisive, but I think, like, it shows that sometimes you just got to listen to the audience rather than the critic. Absolutely, yeah. It's like... I don't know what film you're talking about. Yeah, you're like, yes, yeah, But, like, I'm excited to hear. <laughs> like. Do you know, I've got it in the back... I was thinking of oh, tell me now. No, 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 I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to tell you. But I had to write so few clues because even Cause though, so, yeah. well, yeah, it's so iconic. But even though it doesn't, it doesn't really make the conversation anymore. Mm. Like again, I bet if you told someone to pick twenty films, they could pick twenty films before it easily. Right. Maybe yeah. even fifty. Yeah. It would be that, and maybe even you and I could probably. And then, and if someone said, "Oh, this film," you go, "Oh yeah, 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 it's good." Mm. And I reckon you're going to like roll your eyes and you're like, I've seen this a million times. I really don't want to watch this again. I don't think you're going to hate it. Yeah. I think you're going to be like, yeah, I've studied this enough. Okay. I, don't think there's, I don't think there's films that I would, um, you know, be frustrated that we're going to watch. Okay. As long as it's not the seventh seal, John. <laughs> watch it that again. I haven't seen the first six. So. <laughs> Go watch first and first. Can't jump into them seven. It's like Fast and Furious. I'll yeah, be confused. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, my wife was saying to me as well, she was like a... What are you going to do about like James Bond, for mm. example? What are you going to do about Marvel? And I was like, well, we can look at a franchise in terms of... Because Bond's different, you know. It doesn't tell an interwoven story. Yeah. So there will be a greatest Bond. Absolutely. But I don't think people really... But I don't think anyone ever really said, like, one of those... Is, are they really ranked as one of the greatest of all time? Can you think, like... Do we just take Doctor No because it was the first one? Yeah, exactly. Doctor No was not very good. No, no. Because I Especially did them all in lockdown. Standards. I did all, yeah, yeah, that's all the I'm Bonds right. in lockdown. And um, some, so Sean Connery was, you know... My, um, my favorite from it is uh, Goldfinger, yeah. but um, so that's Sean Connery, fantastic. And then you get to the sort of Roger Moore section, they're all crap. Yeah, you know they're all they of, wane. You know, they, yeah. And I mean, I guess it's different for a different audience then because I remember growing up with Pierce Brosnan and being like, "Wow, this film's really cool." Mm. Is it? They are cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, the thing I'm is like, about those Pierce Brosnan films is they're completely wacky. Yeah, you know what I mean. Goldeneye is amazing. Goldeneye is is you know top five, I yeah. think, of, of Bond okay. films. Yeah, and it is a good good film. And then they just get really, they just get worse. Yeah, or, you know, like and by the end, you know, it's just Pierce Brosnan saying really cliche, ridiculous Bond lines. Things. Which which one does he have like Christmas Jones in? I think she's in Will. Is not enough. But there's a line in it where you know she, what annoys me about this is like. Earlier on in the film, she's like the strong sort of scientist type girl. Yeah. Um, Break the mold. Yeah, played by yeah, Denise Richards. And then she's going to be like, she, she says to Bond, like, my name is Christmas Jones and I've heard all the lines, so, you know, whatever. And uh, so she thinks, like, well, she's not going to put up with any crap. But she, she at the end of the film, you know, they're in bed together and clearly climaxing. 
And he goes Climax of the movie. <laughs> That's the movie. basic has to be. And he says, uh, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, she should have just walked out then. <laughs> get out. <laughs> yeah, get out. Yeah. I told you when we met. I don't know. Like, mm. if, for example, you know, we, we've gone off on a complete tangent now talking about James Bond. Here we are. But um, we, we, I guess we have to address that as we come to it. Like, yeah, is there, Like, you know, look at the whole franchise. Is there one that people... I mean, but then, again, answers on the postcard. Does anyone have, like, a, a number one Bond film? Yeah. Number one Marvel film? Number one Potter kind of film? Or say, yeah, yeah, like exactly. Because you take them as part of a group, don't you? You don't yeah. take them as, like, an individual. So, But, like, you know, you know, we'll just look at, see which one is highest rated. Yeah, as well, like, yeah, 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 you know. in terms of... But then that's, that, that's kind of the point, again, is to not just look at these acclaimed movies that won a million Oscars, but actually look at lots of films that people deem great, you yeah. know? Um, my favourite film is Back to the Future. Might be a lot of people's favourite film. Might not, but it's no Godfather. Yeah. But it's weird, like, you know, you mentioned The Godfather there, and you meant, you know, let's compare the both of them, Back to the Future as well. Um, Godfather when I was growing up everybody spoke about it being yeah. the best film yeah, yeah, yeah. you know because it, it really was you know and I, I genuinely think that that is probably the best film that's ever been made but um, it's it's not it's not a common sort of thing now. and people get bored watching it yeah. you know audiences change yeah no you're right they can't last that long in a, in a no. film anymore no. you know they, they they just don't care about things that are, but then you look at you know Back to the Future. That's a perfect like film to describe the eighties. You yeah. know where people were like, we want, we want to, we want really cool subject matters. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then over the next few years, that's what people did. You know, yeah. they made films about dinosaurs and you know um, simulations like The Matrix and things like that. Yeah, you know that kind of. Yeah. And people were like, yes, I'm all for this. Sort of yeah, thing. like real pop culture kind of heavy. Yeah, escapism really, like mm. kind of you know not just sci-fi, but everything was kind of, could be kind of big and loud and wacky yeah. and fun you know that's why I think wh- when I was growing up I think late 80s early 90s is my favourite like era of yeah. films and then now we've got like this we've just bottlenecked into franchises and multiverses and absolutely universal yeah. movies and, 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 and you know even even in the award circuit as well you know like we've done that in Hollywood your Hollywood's gone comic book heroes and things yeah. like that we all know that yeah. but like even on the sort <laughs> of the the best picture things it's all about what, what what's the subject matter yeah, it's not necessarily about the best film anymore. No. It's like you yeah. know, it, oh, it's a, it's a biopic. Yeah, it's going to be about racism. It's yeah. going to be you know, like uh, this year, Coda won. You know, it's 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 a great year for uh, it's a great film for people to express like the difficulties that deaf people go through. Yeah, you know, it's always kind of things about that. You know, and and great films. Yeah, yeah don't yeah, get me wrong, yeah. but you know, they're more to do with the subject matter than it yeah. is about anything else. And that's why I think, like, this is going to be good because, like, you know, we're going to be looking at those films that, all of those films, we'll look at, some, you know, something that's acclaimed, something that's not necessarily acclaimed in the same way, looking at the, all the different films that we deem or they uh, that are deemed the greatest of all time. Mm. That's going to be the fun of it as well because, you know, some things don't age well. No. So, they, you know, the way they're received back then, me and you are going to have a few giggles, I think, talking about some of these films. Yes, as things can <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah absolutely you know particularly the older films I think it'd be quite easy to to pick apart but yeah I'm looking forward to it it's going to be fun um, yeah it's a great intro yeah I think it's good you know join been, us on this journey with everything in mind um, we have had the the idea for the first film obviously we discussed this podcast we've planned this podcast for a long time and we always had one film in particular lined up because it's the highest rated film on IMDb and when we when we found that out we were both like right okay that has to be number one let's do that what you know for better for worse let's talk about Shawshank Redemption Shawshank Redemption 
it's a great one to start with because um, because people do rate it as the best movie of all time, you know. And the fact that it's on IMDb, we said we'll start with number one and then see where that takes us. Yeah. From now on, though, like after after the first episode, we're gonna kind of pick one each. Yeah. We? But yeah. we're not gonna tell each other. We're gonna sure. keep each other guessing. Yeah, yeah. But they will be something along the lines of greatest films of all time, whether they're you know number one on any list or highest grossed or whatever. Yeah. So Shawshank Redemption. Oh, one last thing. Be sure to follow us on social media for more updates. We're at Staring at Goats. And if you've made it this far, why not subscribe and drop us a line to let us know what you think. See ya.